Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the ticket. Bowl season is here. Oh, God. Feel a little chill in the air. It's time for bowl games. Chill in the air. I, Jim, this is this shivers your spine. <laughs> People, we're going to get into this, and I don't want you to think for a minute we're being negative, but Jim and I were put through the ringer capping these games. But we'll get to it, Jim. I know we have a plan today. I, you're big on tone setters. You're a broadcaster. Let's talk. Oh, boy. Okay, well, here's how I view bowl season. It's a chance for me to chase profitability on the season, and it's a chance for you to catch me. Here we go. This shit again. Okay. Be- because, okay. What? Okay, no, 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 no. You've taken this very personally. Your record is your record. I don't pick the games for you. You collect the L's. I wish you had more W's. You know what it is? I'm fucking supportive. I keep being supportive. You know what happens? You're like a teammate in the NFL who talks shit to the media behind my back. You, the personal, I tell you, you better hope I don't catch your ass. You better hope. I I just, that's fine. That's fine. I, I stuck with you through the Costa lock. I try to build you up, pep you up. I'm up here like T.O. That's my quarterback. I'm defending you. I love that I'm now Donovan McNabb in this scenario. (laughs) Chunky soup. Run the damn routes. Now, listen. Here's the deal, though. I want to be very clear about this. People, here are your ground rules. Hear me once. A, be very careful with these games. This is a shit fuck disaster. And what I mean by that is your boys here are doing the work behind the scenes. And when I tell you capping many of these games is like a parody, it's almost like a, a flow chart at Dunder Mifflin. This it's guys, you got matchups that feature no coaches. You got a matchup that features both starters declaring for the draft. You've got matchups where teams have had 10, 11, 12 guys hit the portal. As we begin to put these games together, here's what I'm telling you. A, do not go crazy on the shit games. B, make sure when you hear this, you are not to thumb a bet in until you hit the Google, pull up the matchup, and make sure the info you heard your boys talk about matches what's actually happening. Because when I, Jim has already told me, and we'll get to the game in a moment, Another player transferred from the time I told Jim at 10.15 last night, hey, I'm fucking cooked, I'm done capping, I got to pack for New York and go to bed, to now something else has changed. Uh So just, you got to check. And the last part is, and I mean this, these are for entertainment. You want Big Game Mike to make an appearance, you can show me a big game. 
These are not the hills I will be dying on. I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle. We're going to have some fun. I'm going full freight in the NFL because that's where I'm comfortable and that's where I'm good. Now there may be a game, maybe a game next week where big game Mike could come out. But for here and now, I'm going to let Jim outline the pods. You're getting batches of these. Yep. We got you covered. So with that, what do we got? Nine bowls on this pod. Nine on this one. Fuck. Okay. Buckle up. The board. Brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And I would just like to say, for the record, none of these games should qualify for a real board presented by FanDuel. But here we are. (laughs) Nothing says bowl season, holidays, like a Friday brunch, 1130 in the morning kickoff for the hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. We all grew up watching or not. A tradition unlike any other. You are looking live at a piece of shit stadium Thomas at a resort. A. Robinson Stadium. At Atlantis yep, or wherever yes, it is. Basically, it's where it is. Right. It's in Nassau. So they're playing at a kid's soccer field. <laughs> UA. Like Will Farrell's coaching one team. Yeah. Well, hey. Got a couple Italian superstars. Close enough. Trent Dilfer is going to be the new coach at UAB. <laughs> So this is the matchup. UAB minus 10 and a half against Miami. Miami the of shit Ohio. Miami, yeah, not, not the, the real one. one. Totals 44 and a half. I've actually been to this game. No. Yes, I went to the inaugural. You make jokes. I went to the inaugural. It was the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl Now the all the shit I said is actually hurtful. <laughs> I didn't know you went to this garbage. I, I did go to this game. It was Cooper Rush, seven touchdown passes, bowl game record. What'd you do, make a vacation game. of it, or was this at a work trip? So this is a, it was a work trip, and it's the sad work trip, where the team got down there a week early. But Jim had to cover some other sports and got flown in the night before the game. I spent less than 24 hours. This was Christmas Eve of 2014. Yes, that is the reaction I have. I know. This is I why. got to be there breathing the air for all of like 12 hours. I can, showed can up I exhausted at the uh, This hotel. is why I hate your fucking conference. That's <laughs> why I hate the Mac. Right there. You, they disrespected my boy. This I is know. almost a spite play against Miami. Mm. Now, let's layer this out. Well, you, have, you have a great stat about the Mac, and I, I knew this to be true without doing the research. The Mac's awful in bowl games. Correct. So what's the stat that all you right, have? All right, the stat, and again, guys, Trends. Hey, we just saw a trend get broken. Army Navy. I offer this to you as a backdrop. Mm-hmm. Do what you will. Um, as underdogs, and Miami is a ten and a half point dog. Mm-hmm. Underdog MAC teams in bowls are eleven and forty nine straight up, which is not good even by underdog standards. But are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Twenty three, thirty four, and three against the number since 05. Now. Context of those numbers, that is the worst conference against the numbers underdogs in America. Right there. So automatically I go, okay, we got a backdrop. Here's how I looked at it, and then Cookies is our Maction expert. Mm-hmm. First of all, Miami is the worst football helmets in America, and they look like they're out of the East Bay catalog. Rest in peace. Uh, second of all, Blaine Gabbard's little bro, Portal, has hit the portal. Brett he's their, yeah, he's their starter, and he was actually good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Except he's gone. Now, I'm going to let Cookies talk to you and opine about the backup, who apparently is mobile. Here's the deal. The best singular player in this game is UAB's running back, McBride, who is a tank. And I don't know why he hasn't hit the portal. I don't know why he doesn't play real football. But they're going to run it. And I get... Miami stats say, hey, we stopped the run, but you know what the problem is? 
Those are Mac numbers, man. And I, I don't want to be rude. This is the cradle of coaches. If UAB played in this the MAC. This is middle America. If UAB played in the MAC, they would have gone undefeated. That's how bad the MAC is this year. If Toledo's the best team you got, you're fucked. So congratulations. Now look, I do. What I don't like is the number opened at seven and a half. It's out to ten and a half. Value is gone. Correct. I just question whether Miami is any fucking good. What if I tell you Chuck Martin, their coach, three and zero against the spread in bowl games, defensive coach? We've got a low total and ten and a half points. Mm -hmm. Those are things we target. Now I want to tell you about Avion Smith, the backup freshman quarterback. Oh boy. They run the ball. That's the one thing Miami's done. They won the last two games without Gabbert, and they did it with him at quarterback running the ball. UAB's run defense gives up 4.69 yards per carry. It's 108th in college football. Mobile quarterbacks burned him in the FAU game, the UTSA game, and the LSU game. You can run on UAB. And again, close, defensive. Miami does stop the run. Ten and a half points. Take Chuck Martin. I'm playing the Red Hawks. They're bad. They are bad. The conference is bad. Oh, it's ten and a half points I in a defensive is. game with a team that can run on a team that doesn't stop the run. But again, you're looking at you know, like let's pull this. Like, up what's for the score to you? Is this like a thirty-one to ten game? Kind of feels that way. I think they suck. When I when I look at UAB, and I understand you're going to tell me these data points aren't great, but think about this: they played Liberty, who was pretty damn yeah. good before Hugh Freeze hoed them out. No, that's not a pun. Uh, UTSA, better than anybody in the mm-hmm, MAC. Meet me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. North Texas, probably better than anyone in the MAC. Went to LSU. Like, there's five, a Western Kentucky would be one with Austin mm-hmm, Reed, the mm-hmm, quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's five or six teams where I look at, I got data points. And you know what they've done in all these games? Outside of the LSU game, sorry. Look, man, they blew out North Texas. They lost a shootout to UTSA 44 38. And when you go back to the Liberty game, 21-14, no disgrace. I I really do lean. I really do. Okay. I, I lean UAB here. Now, I don't have to make this a play. I don't like it. But there is part of me. I'm coming after you. I'm taking the Blazers. Trent Dilfer's going to be in the booth. He's not officially coaching yet, but I don't give a fuck. He's going to be doing QB camp. He's going to be wiring shit like MTV's disaster date. I'm taking Dwayne McBride. I think Miami blows. Give me the Blazers. Dig your own grave. Friday at 6.30, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. And before you laugh, this actually is a matchup of two top 25 teams. It is. It's the only bowl game that pits conference champions against each other. Nice year, college football. Nice year. And both teams are on 10-game winning streaks. Troy, minus a point and a half against UTSA. The Roadrunners, the total's 55 and a half. Yeah, I actually, I really like the way Troy's playing. Um, I know I had him early in the year against Ole Miss. They're a defensive team. This defense is real by G5 standards. And look, late in the year, believe it or not, dude, their offense is on fire the last three weeks of the year. And I get it. UL Monroe, not great. Arkansas State is straight shit. But they bombed Coastal. They yeah, well, put the coach a, was one foot out the door. Yeah, they damn near put up a 50-burger. I'm just talking offensively from Troy. Look, there's games Troy to win 10-9 against Army. They won 10-6 against South Alabama, 17-14 against Texas State, 16-7 against Marshall. It's a defensive team. But arguably the best group of five defense. And that's the key for me, is the defense with a month to prepare against an opponent in UTSA that I feel has been— Watch it. 
What are you going to say about them? I just you think, feel what? What do you feel about them? I think they're a little disappointing. I know they won their conference, but like I felt like they got very lucky in a couple of these games I've watched, including the Army game. Bias, bias, still alert. holding it against him. bias alert. Talk to me. I mean, Frank Harris is is forty really, touchdowns. He's the engine as a dual threat. They've scored forty points per game on this ten game. Also win has the San Antonio area code tattooed from his kneecap down to his ankle. That's commitment, right? You got this senior quarterback, and I feel like that's a spot where he's going to go out on a high note. I don't think this guy's an NFL player, but he gets a chance to go out on a high note. And you could say Troy plays defense. They do. But I tend to think the way college football is. Football in general. If you've got an offense that hums, I don't yeah. care that they lost their OC. It's about that quarterback. Yeah. I'm taking UTSA. Uh, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm actually partially out of spite, but I'm going with the defense because, look, I don't, I don't think UTSA is going to get any stops. And I think Troy's going to be able to get a couple. Troy's offense is playing fantastic. And, look, UTSA, I bust your balls a little bit. Like, I was super bummed they didn't beat Houston. They should have. Mm-hmm. I thought they got lucky against Army. Um, and there was one other game at the beginning of the year. It doesn't matter now. But you're right. Once they get in the conference, they took care of business. I just think Troy being favored tells you a lot here. And I'm going to take the better defense. And this is another opportunity for me to either catch a game on you or not. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Titans. And, and some of this, guys, there's some bias here. I get it. I mean, I watched them largely stone Ole Miss's ground game. Now, I know. It was two and a half months ago. But that's a data point. It matters to me. So, I'm going to grab Troy. Last note. Frank Harris will not go out on a high note. He's coming back for his seventh season. Dude, when you get a tattoo. Let me make a quick correction When you get an area code tattoo from your kneecap to your ankle, it almost requires you die at the program. I feel bad, but, like, I assumed a six-year quarterback was not returning. But here we go. Seventh season. I ain't leaving. I'm taking him. Van Wilder and, and meet me. Right. That's it. What do you got? Wasabi Fenway Bowl, <laughs> Saturday at 11 in the morning. The this cartoonish is, dimensions of this, in, in addition it to, to the, the story of, of the coaching. Okay, so they're playing at Fenway Park, the Why? Fenway Bowl. No kidding. Why? I posted in our, our little sheet the dimensions of how this is going to work. Both teams are going to have their benches on the same side. It's, a, it's effectively center field at Fenway. Yeah. Or, or left center field at Fenway is where the benches are going to be. This is totally ridiculous. So and then the monster, that. imagine sitting in the green monster and watching this. You have no. like one end zone where you have to peer over. I'm not sitting in my living room and watching this. <laughs> and then on top of it, the coaching. Satterfield leaves Louisville to go to Cincinnati, and he's going to have to play like bouncer between the two benches. He, he's gonna, well, no, he's, he's not taking over until after the game. But so he might is he be watching a, in the suite? He might be a marked man if he's on that sideline with his old players. The spread in this one, what do we got? What's the spread? It's a point. Louisville minus a point. Point and a half. And the total's been going down, like cratering down. It was 44. It's a point and a half, just for for reference. Okay. Point and a half. It matters, dude. Hashtag college kickers. Hashtag crazy coaches. Hashtag analytics. Hashtag Jim Costa. Total's down to 40 and a half. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, Okay, so this, let's... By the way, this is the inaugural Fenway Bowl. The 2020 version was canceled due to pandemic. Last year, Virginia had COVID. So this is the true kickoff of yeah. Fenway Bowl. All right, so let's start with this. Who's more motivated to be here? Probably Louisville. Probably. Probably, but... 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 Malik Cunningham, their star quarterback, you guessed it, is preparing for the NFL draft and I, is gone. Can I ask why? 
Because kids get a lot of bad advice right now. Well, I, to be clear, I don't mind guys sitting out of bowl games. I think it's a business decision at the end of a season. I have no issue with it. But who's drafting Malik Cunningham? Well, I'll give you the other one, and we're going to get to the game later. What is Anthony Richardson doing not playing? Son, you got to put some good tape out there. You know, some teams flirting with you as a first-round pick, but there are plenty of weeks where they're going to pop that tape in, and you can't complete a fucking forward pass. And I get it. Against Utah, he was the magic man. But I, I, some of these kids, I don't get. It's like 12, 13 weeks ago. That, but you get my point. Yeah. So look. But like Malik Cunningham, he's a dual-threat quarterback, but dual threat's being generous. He's a running quarterback. He is, and that's the thing. See, if you run it against Cincinnati, and if Louisville in turn runs it, I got a great stat for you. Louisville, when they were able to get 165 yards rushing or more this year, 6-1. and one. If you run it against the Bearcats, which for the first time in a long time, they are gettable, uh, you beat them. But here's the problem. No Malik Cunningham, I think that does some irreparable damage to that offense. No coach. So we got, you know, uh, uh, now again, is there a chance Louisville's fired up, fuck Satterfield, they go full Thanos mode wearing a jewel glove and blow up the world? It is possible. But when I look at these two teams, I will tell you, top down, Cincinnati's a better team. Schedule-wise, Cincinnati's a better team. Cincinnati will play anyone, anytime, anywhere. And they handle their business. And their loss, there is no shame in losing to UCF in a game that was on the road. Shout out the bounce house. A week I had UCF. I just feel like I saw Cincinnati against a superior ground game in the Golden Knights. And I saw them hold their water and lose, what, 19 to 13. I'm going to trust the program that was built by Rob Riggle, a.k.a. Luke Fickle, <laughs> I actually like the Bearcats here, and I feel like I'm walking into it a little bit. Well, it feels like one that we probably should pass on because both teams lost their coaches. But if you want to play it, to me, it's as clear as day. It's Cincinnati. It's not just Malik Cunningham who's out. It's also their third leading rusher, uh, Evans, one of the running backs, and their leading receiver, Hudson. And their OC left to go be Western Michigan's head coach. So what's left offensively in this game? I, that, that's my whole point. And the, I just feel like Cincinnati, a little more stable. Again, the motivation is the biggest concern. But I'm going to play the Bearcats, too. All right, I'm in. Bearcats, done. Next, take me to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, your Beavers, number yeah. 14, Oregon State. This is 2.30 on Saturday. They're minus 10.5 against the aforementioned Anthony Richardson, Florida Gators. But he's not playing. Total's 52.5. Yeah, this is tough for me. I... I Everything I want to take Oregon State, and if you're a listener to the pod, we followed them. We've made money on them. Uh, they're ten and two against the number. Jonathan Smith's done an incredible job there. The more motivated team. Let's start there. Is Florida pumped up to go further west than we've ever seen them go? No. No. Is Florida excited in the Las Vegas Bowl? No. But Oregon State's going for a ten win season for the first time since the Lincoln administration. I think that's the motivation angle. Now. Their starting quarterback is not going to play because they're with Gold Berenson or whatever his name is. Basically, Gold Berenson, they just hand it off. They pound the living shit out of the rock. They've won six of the last seven doing it. Uh, Luke Musgrove's not going to be back for this game. He's their all-pack 12 tight end. He's basically missed the whole year. I think on surface, it's Oregon State. But you mm -hmm. know what I have a problem with? This game has now crossed the key number of 10. And all jokes aside about Miami and UAB, you know, Oregon State winning is one thing. Oregon State may be covering sevens another. But covering 10 and a half, you mean to tell me they could be beating an SEC team by 17 in the bowl game and I got to sweat at the end? I get a little scared. Now, for Florida, the other thing people are sleeping on, 
hey, AR-15 is, is skipping the game. But Osiris Torrance was one of the most impactful transfers in America. All-American. He's a first-round draft pick left tackle. No starting left tackle. No starting quarterback. And, Jim, you're telling, you told me Jack Miller, who wasn't Miller at Ohio, Ohio State. State. He yeah. transferred. He's their third-string quarterback. He's starting because, in addition to Richardson leaving school early, their backup got kicked off the team. Oh, that was John Kitna's son. Yeah. The, you can yeah, Google the details yeah. there. Yikes. Um, it's, a, it's a lean Oregon State, but I wanted your take on the 10 and a half because I get a little bit skittish it's, there. It's a little trappy. Of the 10 and a half. So you mentioned Torrance. You mentioned Richardson. You didn't mention Ventrell Miller. Mm. Six-year senior, mm. linebacker, captain. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. Shorter. Justin Shorter, the second leading receiver. He's not playing. So you got a guy making his first career start. He's down one of his top receivers. He's down one of his best offensive linemen. The best. The best offensive lineman. Florida can be run on. And they exactly. That's the biggest thing is they were run on all season. I absolutely think Oregon State can cover the 10 and a half in their, their uh, finish to the season. Winning six to seven. They won by an average of 17 points per game and they want to be here. Problem is the line reflects that. You're not pulling a fast one on the books. They know Oregon State's the better team, the more motivated team. So you got to swallow 10 and a half points. You comfortable laying the points there? I worry. Can't lie to you. Can't lie to you. I'm not going to do it. There's got to be some restraint on this episode. I'm going to play like all nine of these games. This is one where if I can find it live under 10, I'll go. But I don't, I think the, the numbers just ballooned at this point. Look, here's the other thing Oregon State, we got to be real about something. And I know I'm a bit of a fanboy. They had no business beating Oregon. Now, that was a big no. game bet, and we hit it, and we're happy. But they were down 28-10. to 10. They had about – I think they completed six passes on the day. The key is, yes, the ground game is very good. Yes – here's what I do love. Their defense, if we go back to that USC game and we go back to what they do pre-snap, the disguising of coverages, the late stemming up front, the late shifting. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but – I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat, 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. 
You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft. Made with Tencel, it's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. I picture a true freshman who has never played facing a defense that specializes in eye candy. Right? Pre-snap, I got you a dollar. It's cover two. And then they snap the ball and it's, psych, fuck you, you're dead. I do wonder if this just is a bloodletting. And a Florida team that isn't happy to be here, they're not pumped up about it. Eh, fuck. You know what? Fuck it. I'll throw a few clamshells on it. I'm going Oregon State. Fuck it. I'm talking myself right into it. I'm taking Oregon <laughs> It's State. the right way to play I don't it. give a shit. You know what? I could buy it to 10 if I was being irresponsible, but I'm not going to do it because we're not that podcast. Go. I'm going to go 0-5. It's going to be unbelievable. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl is next. God, can we cancel this game and get rid of him, please? Saturday at 3.30. Fresno State. How minus- the hell is that guy employed? Seriously. Is it late night a thing of like... Yeah, but he's not funny. No, no, but I'm even saying the concept of And now of he's, Mr., he's Mr. Politically Correct when he was the same dude with girls on trampolines doing the man, man show, show with Adam yeah. Carolla. Now he sits up here on fucking stage crying over everything every fucking day. No, but I was going to ask as the younger of us two, late night. It's not really what it once was. It's not even on the fucking radar. I know. So, whatever. I'll tell you, the other one you can take with him's Fallon. He's, oh, an, the, he's the another fake, unfunny dipshit. What a dipshit. So, I'm sorry. I hate these guys. I can't stand them. So, just please, please, move on. So, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl is Fresno State minus three and a half. Against Washington State, totals 53 and a half. This is the game I have to bring up the transfer portal. Starting wide receivers, Stribling and Ollie. 
combined for 94 catches and 1,000 yards. They're out. They're not playing for Washington State. Since November 26th, 11 different players have entered the portal, including some key linebackers and defensive players. Fresno State, back to the well. Jake Hayner. Bro, it's short king season. Come on, man. I, I, how am I going against, okay, let's do the motivation angle. Fresno wants to be here. Who's more pumped up to be here? Probably Fresno. Who's been less impacted by the portal? Fresno. Who's been less impacted with coaching defections? Definitely Fresno, as Washington State literally yesterday lost their offensive coordinator, Eric Martin. He's taken the gig down at North Texas. Then I factor in, all right, Cameron Ward's good, but I'm not going against my short king, the diminutive Fabergé egg of the San Joaquin Valley. I got to go with Jake Hayner. I'm going to tell you something. You sound like Petros. Tell me about his high school stats. Well, he went to Rancho (laughs) Cucamonga. Um, Great family. Yeah. Dad's a mechanic. Mom makes incredible (laughs) Mastacholi. I like Fresno minus three, and I like the under 53 and a half because both offenses can bog down, and both defenses have shown capability of getting multiple stops. And for a while, Wazoo was the best defense in the Pac-12 I just, I get afraid that even though Wazoo has gotten all of these issues, all the defections, all the stuff, it's still a defensive-minded coach in Jake Dickert. It's still the best defense in the Pac-12 with a month to prepare. I get a little worried. This number is not moving. And in fact, I've seen it between three and three and a half just kind of bouncing. That scares me because, look, planet Earth, right? This is the problem. This is where I got to stop myself. Everybody's betting Wazoo. No. Well, let, let me give you the... Yeah, give me the update on what we've got. Because if if everybody's yeah, betting everyone's Wazoo... On, everyone's on Fresno. Okay, so never mind. Otherwise, it'd be reverse line movement. It'd be Kawabunga. Yeah, I just... I really have a hard time with Wazoo here. Now, Cameron Ward, their quarterback, is an adventure. He's a high-wire act. He's a... I believe he was the second best QB in the portal behind Caleb Williams. Super highly regarded. I worry about laying three and a half here, but you tell me. I mean, I think the under is a definite Of the play. two, I like the under a lot better. Yeah. And Ward's finished the season a lot better. He's throwing interceptions early, new team. He also, look, the problem for them, they have a tough time protecting him, and he has a tough time knowing when he's beaten. Know the play's over. Get rid of the ball, man. He takes some ridiculous hits. He takes some ridiculous sacks. So they didn't have Ward at the time, but last year, Wazoo faced my Chippewas in the bowl game. One of those bulls that got moved around a bunch. And CMU outplayed them. Outplayed them. A group of five team wants to be there. I feel like that's the same kind of methodology here to Fresno State. So I like the under. I like Fresno. I'll back uh, my namesake. Congressman Jim Costa actually represents the Fresno, California area. Then you have to bet Fresno. So I'm going to bet Fresno in the under. And I'm going to immediately get a picture of you and the congressman (laughs) together. Get Uh, him on the pod. (laughs) Fresno in the under. Let's go. This next game, you are completely on your own. I hate you don't even have notes for the lending tree bowl. I hate you even capping this. The lending tree bowl. This used to be the, the, was this, this is in Mobile, right? This is, I forget what it was. Was You ask me like it's the fucking Rose Bowl and I know. It's a destination for group of five No, it's not. Next. Southern Miss minus six and a half against Rice. The total's 45 and a half. Everybody's going to lead with this. Rice is only here because we didn't have enough bowl eligible teams. But Mike, it's not just that. They got in because they do well in school. 
They don't do well at football. Outscored 107 to 17 while losing their last three games. McCaffrey's the whole story there. Luke McCaffrey. I mean, he's like their do everything stud muffin on offense. But Southern Miss, the only thing I know is they never have a QB. Every time I watch them, they're in the goddamn Wildcat. And they got Frank Gore's kid, which makes me feel really old. Thousand yard season. He had a like 190-yard game, I think it was last time out. Yeah, you're on your own. Rice defense, five yards a carry, 121st in college football. This is Frank Gore Jr. game. This is Southern Miss minus six and a half. Southern Miss actually won their way in. I, I respect that. They won their last game. They got to bowl eligibility. Rice didn't back in. They got, like, dumped off a cliff, bounced around in broken glass, and then said, oh, I guess we're in a bowl game. We're in Mobile. They didn't play their way in. They played the worst football possible to get in. So we'll take Southern Miss. Good for you. I Please don't ask me these things. Okay, uh, the next matchup, and I hate this one because the, the total's moving, and I like the total. I think you like the total. The what? Frisco Bowl. All right, did I skip one? Oh, I skipped one. I skipped mm. the New Mexico Bowl. All right, let me, you want me to take the, the pilot chair on this? Yeah, you go for this one. Because the, the more the I saw you prepping this, the more confused you got. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I have... No, it's not your fault. This, Are the this, words I wrote somehow convincing? No, no. This is this is one of those games where it's like a merry-go-round. Round and right, round, here we you go. go, you go nowhere. Here we go. Ready? Begin. Multiple reports are now saying BYU starting QB, Jaron Hall, not going to play. You even have teammates leaking shit to the media going, quote, it would take a miracle. All right, that's a huge problem. So BYU went from a two-point favorite to a five-and-a-half-point dog. Oh, boy. So, all right, I go, well, I like BYU in this spot as a dog because SMU is one of the most brain-dead teams I've watched all year. They do some of the most mind-numbingly stupid shit you've ever seen. Well, who's BYU's backup? Oops, he transferred. Well, who's the backup to the backup? Oops, they got three fucking guys in there. <laughs> they don't even fucking know. BYU's repping three QBs with no clear starter. Now we get to the real fun. They're all-conference starting left tackle Barrington or Barringer, whatever his name is. Fuck you. Portal. Starting running back. Fuck you. Portal. They've lost their third best wideout. Portal. Their linebacking unit is an absolute tatters, including losing the defensive MVP, Peely, the best linebacker they got. Wait for it. Portal. What the fuck? Oh, did I mention that Sataki, the coach, blasted his whole defensive staff out? They're all fired. One problem, the new DC, Jay Hill, won't be participating in the bowl Wait, prep. so who's prepping the bowl? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Melvin, the pretzel salesman. <laughs> and you go, all right, you bearded fuck, bet SMU, right? Not so fast, my friend. SMU's going to be without their singular best player in Rashi Rice, who is a stud muffin wide receiver and the key to their offense. Oh, and their best O-lineman, both the top two O-linemen SMU's got, both flashed the peace sign and said, YOLO, we're prepping for the draft, not this bullshit. I, what am I supposed to give the listener about this based on what I just said? Tell me. I mean, if you want me to blindly tell you, all right, motivation. Ready? Yeah. Neither team's fucking happy to be here. Neither. Portal. BYU started the year more excited, yeah. hyped up. They could be the G5. Nope. SMU. They could have broken through. They found ways to lose every goddamn big game they had. Nope. I, Jim, I would love to tell you to take the five and a half. I don't know who the fucking QB is. I don't know even who's starting on defense for BYU. I don't know who's coaching the defense on BYU. And for SMU, you think I'm backing them as a favorite? 
Fuck you. I've watched enough of them. I love them. Shout out. Mustang Pony Nation. I can't do it. You know what I, I thought when I was reading all this? Why not bet the under? The total was stupid high. It was 71 and a half. And I thought, and I thought, I remember early seeing it, 71 and a half going, I'm going to bet the under. Mike, it went down a full touchdown off the heels of you know, not having BYU's quarterback call. This thing. So, opened, so now I don't know. It opened at 74. It's at 64 and a half. So I don't think you do it. I think this is one we pass. Remember, this is the worst of the Bulls. SMU's defense is an atrocity. Only to be outdone by BYU's defense, who was so bad that Sataki shit-canned almost the entire defensive staff. I, At 71, it's it's tempting. At 64, we've I, lost I, all the value. Yeah, I, guys, I love you to pieces. I cannot bet this game. Don't. Don't. Can't do it. Don't. Simple Next. as that. Frisco Bowl. This is one I want to bet. Boise State minus 10.5 against North Texas. The total is 59.5. What the hell is that number? 1-800-7117? Tennessee Red Line. Oh, my God. A quote. I really want to bet this game. Really? I hate you. Do you want me to? Should we tell the story I texted you yesterday? Yes, immediately. <laughs> so, yes. My wife's on a, a phone call with her father in law, or my father in law, and they're talking. He, he's into like college volleyball, not in a creepy way, just like follows college I volleyball. I love that disclaimer. Well, I think it could be taken that way. He just he follows it. And the thought creeped into my head can I bet D1? NCAA tournament volleyball. And it, it's like, I don't know, Texas is in it, and I think Louisville and Pitt's in it. You'll be happy to know you cannot bet it. But I was at least curious. I was like, who's the favorite? Who could I get? <laughs> Does somebody want to do this show with me that is of sane and right mind? Okay, anyway, the Frisco Bowl. This, I'm leaving. This sucks. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I want to bet the over in the Frisco Bowl. Here's my thought. Dirk Cutter took over as the OC at Boise. And the offense took off. It did? 20- it absolutely. And by the way, they lost their starter in the portal yep. early, Bachmeyer. Hank Bachmeyer. Yep. They lose him. They fire the OC. Dirk Cutter out of mothballs. Mm-hmm. <whistles> Remember him. He was NFL OC, NFL yep. head coach and waiting yep. kind of deal. Their offense jumped up a full 10 points per game more the last Jesus. nine. Yeah, that's significant. And by the way, it's with a freshman QB, this Talon Green, 6'6", freshman dual threat. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him in the portal. That's Sorry. the sport now. North Texas. How about this for a matchup? Bottom 25 in run and pass defense. They've given up 40 or more in five of their six losses. Remember, they're 10 and a half point dogs. They're probably losing. This could get ugly. But to hit a total, I need the other team to have a little bit of life. And Boise stops the pass. They're top five in the country in stopping the pass. But that's fine because North Texas. They run. They're a running team. How about this for you? Their offensive line, I want to give them some love. One of only four teams in the country to run for 200 yards a game and give up less than a sack per game. One of only four teams. Wow. They'll run the ball. They got a 29-year-old quarterback, Ani. Took a brief, uh, sub- he went to play baseball, was with the Yankee organization at one point. But he's seen some stuff. This isn't some timid freshman or guy who's popped in for a game for a bowl game. The quarterback knows what he's doing. He's going to run the ball. They're going to get some hay on the ground. I still like the total, even though it's like been creeping up. Yeah, it was funny when I went capping this, and, you know, I, I like letting people behind the curtain with how our process is. I just went, what the fuck are we even doing here? North Texas, they blow a shot to go to a better bowl because they, they got destroyed by UTSA in the, in the Conference USA title game. Mm-hmm. So they fire Seth Luttrell. Well, hold on. He was like a 500 football coach. At North Texas. It doesn't matter. North Texas is known for two things, Mean Joe Green and fucking trumpet players. No, but I want to stick up for North Texas because— I feel like 
CMU is a program in the same tier. I wouldn't want to settle for a coach who is 500 who can't win my conference. Well, good for you. So I'm saying if you owe it to your alumni, you can't keep throwing Latrell out there going nowhere. What alumni? The only alumni you have playing jazz bands. That's it. They have a good music school. They have a great music school. So here's what they do. You ready for this? Hey, we're hiring Phil Bennett. What? I thought Phil Bennett was dead. He used to be SMU's broke dick coach. I don't know about that. Now he's been their DC for all these years. They make a bowl game. They fired a coach. Boise don't want to be here because they blew an opportunity to play in a better game. North Texas clearly don't want to be here because they shit can the coach. They're so pissed off they're here. I mean, they're, they're looking around like WeeBay in the wire. I'm just rooting for points, and I hope both teams have fun. Totally agree on the over, over 58 and a half. Orange slices for all. That's it. I hope they both have a great fucking time, and it's 42-40. Last bowl game. Can you believe it? The Myrtle Beach Bowl. Monday night. Not, not, no, no, sorry. Not Monday night. This is Monday in the afternoon. Mm. This is 2.30 on the beach. Marshall, minus 10 and a half against Jim Mora's UConn. Jim Mora Jr.'s UConn Huskies. Totals 41. You got to save me. You got to save me because I don't like UConn. I love UConn. Do it. No, no. I mean, I'm not just talking about taking the 10 and a half. No, oh, you no. can't do a money line. Oh, yes, I can. No, can. I can do whatever. What's the, the f- juice on the money line? I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to pull this up. Listen to me. Let me give you an actual cap here. Now, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Marshall. I'm not. All right. But when we look at Marshall, you know, we know him because they beat Notre Dame. Right, they have this one incredible win. Yeah. What What is the money line, by the way? Three fifteen. Love it. Um, but I, I want to pull up their schedule for a second. I want you to help me. I want you to help me understand what I'm looking at. This is a team that, after beating, they talk Jekyll and Hyde. I know where you're going. Notre Dame. They lost four out of five, including at Bowling Green, which is inexcusable as 17 point favorites. They get dominated by Troy, lose 16 to seven. They get beat by, you know, now they beat Gardner-Webb and they beat Norfolk State. Well, congratulations, neither are D1. They lose to a very mediocre Louisiana team and they lose decisively to Coastal. Now, if you want to tell me, right, but they beat James Madison. James Madison's actually good. good. Good team. That is a very nice win. And I'll give them credit for beating a down App State team 28-21. When I look at motivation, who's more pumped up to be here? There's no team in America more excited to be in a bowl than UConn. None. Jim Mora has gone to that school and has, he's just been a bolt of lightning to the program. And I mean, from day one, they went out to Utah State in the opener as massive underdogs. Win the damn game. And all they do is they run the hell out of the football. So I'm looking at an unmotivated Marshall team. I'm looking at a UConn team that is going to pound the rock. And I'm sorry, like, Jimmy, I'm getting 10 here. What am I missing? So this is a little bit like the first game. Similar, same spread, similar total. Defensive, running kind of game. I love getting points. I love UConn with the points. To bet them outright? No, a sprinkle. A sprinkle. sprinkle. UConn is 9-3 and against the spread this season. You're flipping them 10-plus with a low total. Really like the Huskies. To win the game, it just feels like Marshall is the better running and stopping the run football team. They give up like 88 yards per game on the ground. So that's where I kind of go, but listen, you're getting three to one basically, right? Plus three, just 315. Sprinkle. Just 33 cents on the And you dollar. talk about wanting to be in this game. UConn, 
they might have lost their football program. Yeah. Remember, they took a full year off. Yeah. They've been to, I didn't say one, they've been to one bowl game in the last decade. They didn't, I don't believe they won it. So that you got to go back a while. You, you got to go back bowl, to the Orange Bowl. The last bowl game they won was the PapaJohns.com Bowl in 2009. It's been a minute. They've only played in two bowl games since. They lost the Fiesta Bowl in 2010. And then the only other bowl game they've played in in that last decade was the St. Petersburg Bowl. They, they lost to Marshall. So, I mean, they want to be here. There's no doubt about it. And they've resurrected the program. They were 1-11. Plus, we talked about this, guys. Last season. You're going to see underdogs of note. Maybe not in this pod. I don't know. But in the next pod of bowl games, you're going to see underdogs winning games outright. You know what? Let's do it. I am. It was already on the card. I'm okay. taking the 10 and a half. And all I'm telling people is, whatever the unit is, whatever you're comfortable betting, um, you know, I certainly wouldn't bet more than one unit on UConn, but right. sprinkle in a third of a unit. It's a chance to get two for what, one. What? I, I think if UConn covers, they probably win. Well, Being I look straight at, up yeah. with it. Yeah. And if they hit it, I mean, you could whiff on three other games and you break even. Well, if you bet a full unit on it, sure. That's not the way I choose to look at that. But all right. Look, <laughs> bottom line. All right. Now, here's the problem. I gotta be, we got to be up front. I need to trim this card. Okay. And I think you do, too. I think you're totally no, out of control. Hold on. hold on. What am I up to? Too many to count. I literally think you have nine or ten nine. plays. Nine. We got nine bowls, nine, a, nine bets. That's a disgrace. You can't go 35 and five if you don't get started this week. Okay. Okay. So. What do you have? <sighs> what are you considering? I have three games I'm considering pulling. So okay. let me give you the full card, and I want you to, to, to help me out here. UAB laying the 10 and a half. Cincy getting one and a half. Oregon State laying the 10 and a half. Fresno laying three. Of the, of, well, over 58 and a half, North Texas, UConn getting 10, Troy laying one and a half. The three games, I want to pull one of these. UAB laying 10 and a half, Oregon State laying the 10 and a half, or Fresno laying the three. Which one of those three? Is it Oregon State I get rid of? I think so. It, it, God, it kills I me. I know that hurts you. I love my boys, man. But 10 and a half, that's a huge number. I, I, all right, I, I'll, pull, I'll pull Oregon State out of there. Because the backdoor cover. And... God damn it. All right, so that leaves me with this card. It's a six-play card. And again, guys, I cannot in, I emphasize this enough. If I'm you, whatever a unit is, play half a unit on these. These are, these are no disrespect to the schools involved. These are atrocious games. And we've just told you. I mean, my beard got grayer. Jim lost hair. He's in here looking like LeBron with a bald spot. <clears throat> just capping these games is stressful. UAB minus 10 and a half. Fuck the Mac. Cincy plus one and a half. Troy minus one and a half. Short King season minus three and under 53 and a half. Over 58 and a half in North Texas and UConn getting 10 and a half with a sprinkle, a schmear on the money line. God help me, don't go 0-6. Please, here we go. If I'm going to pare it down, I think I'm going to take Cincy out. Do you feel good about Cincy? I feel like that was the one where we, we said— We were riding together on that one. You can't. I'm taking Cincy out. Best of luck. I'm going to go Miami plus 10 and a half. You're going to be okay? <sighs> Just Did re- you expect like a more warm, like festive, now that we're close to the holidays? Yeah, God for fucking bid. Jesus Christ. Miami plus 10.5, UTSA plus 1.5. So we're going head-to-head on both of those. Fresno State will go minus 3 is the line we're using. Fresno Wazoo under 53.5. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with Southern Miss against Rice, a team that doesn't belong here. North Texas, Boise, over 58.5 is the number. UConn plus 10.5, and, and I'll sprinkle on the money line. If you made it to this point in this podcast, can I just personally thank you? This is 40 minutes deep into a podcast of UABs mm-hmm. and Fresnos mm-hmm. and North Texas. Mm-hmm. If you have made it this far in the podcast, thank you. Uh, also, uh, you're getting Bull Batch 2 coming up in a few days. You're getting the NFL episode. Um, I did an episode regarding Mike Leach and my thoughts there. And then we also have some holiday edition stuff that's going to have nothing to do with sports. There's going to be a getting to know Costa, my obsession with Christmas music, and our Podmas episode. Uh, we're doing Christmas music point spreads, full Christmas Eve menu. Gifts. A, uh, we're going to have a live mobile cocktail bar, uh, the airing of the grievances, the ornament recap, look ahead lines. Guys, the content's going to be there during the break. So. We're around. Notifications on. Great review, subscribe, and continue to kill. And um, I may have a big game bet for you in the National Football League, putting my 5-0 record on the line. All that and more coming up. It's Cash the Ticket, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.